Hi, welcome to the Happy in Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Arnold. I'm an expert certified coach and a physician mom. I help women physicians go from burnout to happy in medicine. Let's get started. Hi, welcome back. If you're looking for a very special podcast, which you are, you're going to love this podcast. This podcast is on a whole new concept I've never heard anyone ever talk about. It struck me in a very surprising way in my own life, and I want to share it with you. We're going to be talking about today how not belonging can be amazing. You won't see where I'm coming with this, so you're going to, you're going to want to stay tuned. I'll let you know that this is really a paired podcast. It goes with last week. Last week, we talked about belonging. You're for sure going to want to listen to that about how all humans are always looking for belonging. It's just such a normal thing to want belonging. And the one sentence summary of last week is how we first have to belong to ourselves before we can belong other places. And when we learn how to belong to ourselves, we can take that sense of belonging anywhere in the world, to the in-laws, to faculty meeting, to professional conferences. We bring that belonging with us. We have to belong to ourselves first. You're for sure going to want to listen to last week's episode if you haven't already. If you have, you might even want to listen to it twice. But today is something different. Today is how not belonging can be amazing too. It's nothing I've heard anyone else say. I think the world like, no, 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 girl, you should belong. That's the message we get. Medicine's like, you should belong. You should be a team player. You should be doing everything. In-laws or family are going to be like, we should all be doing everything together. We should all on vacation, go to all the same places together. Like We get a lot of messages from the world and from ourselves and from our loved ones. The belonging is so important. And what I want to challenge and stretch your brain on this week is not belonging is as important maybe even more important. All right, let me give you an example. And I want you to just kind of think in your mind, where are you not belonging in your life? And can you relate to the story? How do you relate in the story? How can you make it apply to you? So I was thinking as I was walking around um, campus the other day, I was like, you know, I don't think I feel ever ever really had a sense of belonging here at this job. And I worked on it for some time in coaching and I could feel belonging when I changed my thoughts about it. I for sure could feel belonging, but if I'm not coaching myself, I don't have that sense of belonging here. And I started realizing, "Mm, you know, I don't think I really had it the first job either. I mean, I could, I, I would, when I worked on it, I could create it, but it wasn't natural. And if for sure, like if I didn't watch my thoughts and feelings, I for sure dropped in not belonging. And I could even peel it back and fellowship. I definitely feel like I didn't belong. I'm not sure. Maybe some people told me that too, a few times, but I definitely didn't feel belonging in fellowship for most of the time. Residency. I think in residency in med school, I had the most sense of belonging just be, um, because we were with so many people going all through the same things. And we spent a lot of time together in connection and shared beliefs. And and I, there was a lot of community in those settings that kind of t- dwindled off as we could, went up the academic ladder. Where, where you might have, I think at one point we had an office for the residents. There was 20 people in there. And you have a lot of time to spend with each other and get to know what's going on in the family and, and to build connections and relationships and discussions and really feel that sense of belonging through those shared experiences and beliefs that aren't quite the same when you're an attending and you're in one office and your office is across campus or it's in an area where there's no other pathologist. It's just, it's a different 
situation where belonging for sure can be had, but it can has it has challenges. There's certain challenges. So yeah, I was like, you know, I think in medicine, for the most part, if I had to check a box, do I belong? Do I not belong? I think I've spent more time feeling the not belonging. And I was super curious about this. I was thinking, I think in the front half of my career, I found that to be very painful. I thought that meant there was something wrong with me. I'm not working hard enough. I'm not nice enough. I'm not likable enough. Like there's something inherently wrong with me that I don't belong. And, or I would go through these thoughts. Well, there's something wrong with this job. There's something something wrong with this chair, with these people. There's something wrong here that's outside of me, which felt equally terrible because as long as the sense of not belonging is coming from something out of you, you have no control over it. The, the, the thing that's keeping you from belonging is yourself. It's so painful to make ourselves wrong, to make them wrong, to make the job wrong. And what happened in the fall when I kind of started having this thought, you know, I don't think I've ever really sent, sensed a natural feeling of belonging here. It came with this other thought, and it's not a problem because I don't belong here. Blew my mind. So I'm going to say it again. I had this realization. Yeah, I don't belong in medicine. I don't feel that sense of, of belonging in medicine. And the answer is because I don't belong in medicine. It was so profound for me. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with this job. There's nothing wrong with these people. There's nothing wrong with this chair. There's nothing wrong with these leaders. Nothing is wrong with any of it. I just don't belong here. And that was a huge shift that made retirement such an easy decision. Like, if I don't belong here, it's not work. I, I could have that. I could work myself into believing it and feeling it, but I don't even want to do that work. I want to be where I belong, where it's not an effort to integrate, where it's, I don't have to do so much work to be happy. I want to be where I belong in a more natural setting. And I was able to get there when I didn't make myself wrong. I didn't make them wrong. I just was like, this is just what is. I don't belong here. It doesn't have to be anything wrong with anyone. There's no blame or shame associated. I just don't belong here. Which had me ask the next question, which you were going to want to be asking for yourself too, is like, well, where do I belong? Where do I feel that sense of belonging that doesn't require effort or work? It just feels very natural and aligned. And for me, the answer was when I'm coaching 100%, whether I'm creating value or eat, uh, through a webinar or new training or coaching the most amazing people in the world or giving a teaching session or leading a group coach, like it doesn't really matter what flavor I'm doing, even when I'm building a website or I'm doing that backend stuff where I'm not working with clients, but I'm still creating value. Making the podcast. I'm not, I'm not just talking to myself here, but even this, knowing that this work is going to go out into the world and help someone. Every single part of my coaching business, I have 100% belonging in. I feel 100%. It doesn't take any effort or work to drop into it. And so I was thinking, well, I don't really feel belonging in medicine. I don't want to do the work. Where am I feeling belonging in coaching? It became very easy to be like, let me just spend more time in this coaching space. Let me not make anything wrong about not belonging to medicine, but let me just spend more time in this place where it's easy, where I don't have to do a lot of the work. And that became the natural transition to becoming a full-time coach. So I offer that to you too. Like, Where in your life are you feeling like you don't belong? And what if it's not a problem? What if it's just like legitimately, we just don't belong here? 
We just don't. And there's nothing wrong. Now we just get to ask ourselves more empowering questions. And where do we belong? And how can we spend more time there? Now, I want to be careful. This doesn't mean to say that that everyone should quit their job. Of course, I'm not saying that. We're just going to find pockets of our life where we don't belong. And it doesn't have to be a problem. We can just figure out where we do belong and spend more time there. Of course, if you decide you want to stay at your current job and you don't feel belonging and you want to make it work, you absolutely can. I can help you with that in my coaching program. That sense of belonging that we talked about in last week's podcast doesn't come from out there. It comes from, it's an inside job, it comes from our thoughts. And so you for sure can feel belonging wherever you want to. And if you decide right now, financially just makes the most sense to stay in this current job because it meets, checks off most of my boxes. Now my work is to figure out how to belong here. And I'll say, go back to the last episode to learn or draw my program and I'll help you. You can feel belonging anywhere. But it's worth, before going ahead and deciding that I need, I want to do this work to be in a certain job, just to take a pause and be like, or it might not be your job, it might be other pockets of your life. Like, okay, I don't feel like I belong. And what if that's okay? What if I can write a permission slip? I don't have to belong. I don't even have to spend time here. I can spend time in other areas. It's, it's worth having a question on. When I think about belonging, and then you all, of course, you know, what does belonging mean to you? When I think about coaching, for sure, the belonging that I, I sense there is just this deep knowing and understanding and peace. And it comes from thoughts like, this is my life's work. It was all meant to be in this direction. When I'm here, I'm making my life better, making my family's life better. I'm teaching these skills to my kids so that they have these skills. They'll have a whole different life. They know they control their thoughts and feelings. That's massive. So good. People like coach, most of them are physician moms. They're the leaders of their families, the leaders of their homes, the leaders of their communities, the leaders of the hospital. Helping them helps masses of people. Everyone's lives they touch. This work helps them and everyone's lives they touch. It's helping generations. Like I just can't find, like to me, it doesn't take no work at all to drop into belonging when I'm coaching. So you want to find like where in your life is this like effortless to feel find this belonging? How can you be in that space more? It doesn't mean you need to become a full-time life coach, right? For some of you, coaching is not the thing. For some of you, it's real estate work or it's teaching at the med school or it's doing work at your church or your community center. Like it's going to be different for everybody, but where is that place for you where it's easy and effortless and how can you be there just a little bit more? And if you do have a full-time job and your your beautiful place isn't at that full-time job, then the question is like, how can I spend like one minute more a day? If you feel like you don't have a lot of time to begin with, how can I spend one minute more a week there? We just make these small little shifts. These small little shifts do everything to nourish our soul, to give us that energy, to find where are other pockets of time where I can create this, be in the space where this belonging and meaning is deeply felt and immediately available for me? How could I spend just a little more time there? You might not be able to retire from medicine at 45, and that doesn't have to be a problem. You just find where can you spend a little more time in those spaces. I think that some other, if you're interested in this work, Martha Beck has a really beautiful way of looking at it. She calls, she has the phrase, like, if you ever feel in your life that you're stuck, that you can't figure out what to do next. You just feel kind of trapped in a job or trapped in a family situation. Assuming you're safe, of course. If you're not safe, 
calling an emergency resources and getting to safety is helpful. But if you just feel like stuck in your life, you're in a moment where you're stuck, she says, go back to the time where you last sensed, felt, experienced your hot tracks. And what she's referring to is there are, um, I think she's referring to like people who track animals in Africa. They look for the hot tracks. They look for the tracks the animal just left. So they're kind of warm because the animal's body was just in that dirt. They look for those hot tracks and they get closer and closer and closer to the animal that they're trying to study. So it's sort of the same thing for us. Like, where are our hot tracks? Where was the last time you felt this really powerful sense of belonging? This, it didn't take any work. You were just immediately like engrossed, enthralled, totally in adoration, this magnified purpose in alignment with the universe. All of those feelings happen for you. When was the last time that happened? Those are your hot tracks. So spend more time doing that activity. For me, when I was in the middle of burnout, like the thing I really loved is swimming, which I still do today. But it was like being in the water and moving through the water and using all of my muscles and doing work to help relax my neck. Like that just felt like the hot tracks. And so in the middle of burnout, when I was working those 80 hour weeks and there was not a lot of time for extras. I found time to go swimming maybe once a week. It was on the way to work. So it was like an extra you know, 20 minutes to swim, 20 minutes to shower. But that extra 40 minutes in one week just changed, started changing how my brain thought. I was able to bathe it in its done energy. I was able to bathe it in this energy if I belong here. So you want to find out where are your hot tracks? When you think of where your hot tracks last were, it's just like, how can I spend a little more time in this space? How can I get a little more time doing this particular activity? And maybe for you, it's walking around the block. Maybe it's listening to a podcast. Maybe it's listening to a certain music. Maybe it's playing the piano. Maybe it's calling an old friend. Like just figure out where is that belonging and how can you just create a little tiny bit more of it each week? Get used to that and then add a little tiny more of it each week. That sense of not belonging can be so powerful because it helps steers us towards our hot tracks. It helps steers us, direct us towards areas where we really do feel that belonging. And when we get used to being in that place of belonging, we get used to having those thoughts and feelings that create the belonging. We're used to bringing that everywhere around us. And I'm not even going to speak about like, you can bring these hot tracks to work. Like if you're in a job you're really struggling with, you can bring those thoughts and feelings to work. It's possible. I do that more in my long-term partnership when coaching someone. It's very, and I want to just point out that's available to you too. Those thoughts and feelings I have about coaching, I actually at one point had about medicine. Those feelings like I'm deeply aligned with my purpose. This work is making the world a better place. This is helping people. I for sure can feel that. I, I for sure at one point really felt that about medicine and I could again, but I just decided I don't want to do the work of being someplace I don't want to be. I want to do the work. I want to do the work of helping more people in coaching. And that requires that, well, that involves me spending less time in medicine. So if you're not in a position to retire, you can still have these experiences by practicing those thoughts that have you feel that belonging and bring it into the place where you don't feel the belonging can be really powerful. A couple of other examples I where I asked myself, do I feel like I belong? No, I don't. And do I want to do the work? Uh, no, I don't. Was like PTA meetings. Listen, if you're a teacher out there, I love you. You're doing the you're doing the Lord's work. That is so powerful. I love and appreciate and respect 
you, but PT means I was never a fan of. And for sure, it's my own thoughts and feelings about things. It has nothing to do with anybody else. But some of the storyline was there were a lot of stay-at-home moms were like, hey, we haven't ever seen you volunteering. And and do you want to volunteer Tuesdays at three o'clock when I was working 80 hours a week in the hospital? And I always, it was just, there were some friction points between me and some of the stay-at-home moms before I was in coaching, didn't know these tools. And it brought up a lot of my own insecurities about if I was a good mom or not, depending on how present I was at school. And I for sure go can coach on all that. But at the end of the day, I was like, I don't want to do that work on coaching. I want to spend time with my own dang kids. I don't want to go to school, go to school, have a busy work day, rush, 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 go over there, not see my kids, come home, the kids are asleep. Like, I don't want to spend my time that way. I don't feel like I belong at the PTA meetings. That's a sign for me. I don't want to be there. I'd rather be at home with my kids. And so that's a decision we made. And, you know, making that decision where the teacher's happy, where the kids happy that we weren't going to meet their teachers as frequently as the other families. No, for sure they were not. <laughs> my kids were like, please meet my teachers. And we just said, you know, hey, listen, we want to spend time with you. And the teachers, if they need something, they're going to let us know. But this is how we want to spend our time in belonging. For us, the not belonging, it came with the PTA meeting. We could feel belonging there, but we kind of liked our thoughts and feelings. We kind of liked, I'd rather spend time with the kids. And this is how I, this is the connection I want to have with my kids and how I want to support them. I trust them and I trust the teachers that the problem they're going to let me know. And being a good mom doesn't mean I have to be at all 100% of these meetings. So that's what we decided to use our not belonging for us for our family, for what we're trying to accomplish. Nothing was wrong with them. Nothing was wrong with me. I for sure could have done the work to have better thoughts, you know, have it in quotes, better thoughts and feelings at these meetings. I didn't want to. So I offer that to you too. The areas where you're not belonging, what if you don't have to coach yourself into liking them? What if you're like, we're just not doing it? And that can be equally as powerful. Something else that I, where this kind of came up for me is, and you might relate to this, you for sure relate to this too, is I've had periods of connections with people, like periods of you know, the friends I had in residency versus the friends I had in coaching versus the friends I have in as a faculty, like they're just different friend groups. And sometimes as I evolve and change identity as someone who's a retired physician, a full-time coach, sometimes some of the friends that I made along the way who maybe don't understand where I am right now. Those connections felt a little more tense or a little like there was more misunderstanding than understanding happening. And I could for sure do the work and, and I sensed the not belonging that for sure was coming from me and my thoughts about it. And again, it was just like, well, do I want to do the work on shoring up these friendships and helping them understand me. Or maybe this friendship is just complete. It was a beautiful relationship. It was essential for this growth I had in this period. And now we're at a part, a point in our lives where that connection is complete. It just can be really beautiful to listen to that not belonging. You don't always have to do the work of belonging. Sometimes that not belonging helps point out, well, this is a relationship that's complete. It's had its beginning, middle, and end. Nothing wrong with the friendship. We could sure do work on making it a better fit. But we also could just love it and just say it was complete. It's over. I love every bit of it. Maybe it comes back in the future. Maybe it doesn't. But it's that following that sense of not belonging and using it to really connect with ourselves. Not belonging can be super instructive. It can help guide you to your hot tracks and help guide you, help create that belonging that can be very powerful. 
So as we end this session, I want you to be thinking about where in your life are you feeling not belonging? And what if it's not a problem? What if there's nothing wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with them. This is actually a gift for you. This is going to help you find your hot tracks. This is going to help you get aligned with where you do have that natural belonging and how to and where you want to direct your time and energy and effort on purpose. This not belonging is for you. How can you make that true? Remember, you're right where you're supposed to be, doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing at the exact right rate. And so is everyone else. Love you all. See you next week. Bye.